Let's take off. Bongani and Nala on Radio 2000. Well, we are the best breakfast show in the country and we bring the best. So we're going to be speaking to Advocate Kheri Nal. Good morning. Uh, welcome to the takeoff. Uh, good morning. Thank you very much. Um, Advocate, I'd be very interested in knowing how AfriForum got involved in, the, in, in this case. I know Sfiso Meiwa, who's the family spokesperson, believes that the NPA really dropped the ball. Uh, they were not getting any answers and they were sent from pillar to post. And they reached out to everyone until they got to AfriForum. How did you guys get involved in the case? It's as easy as Sophie um, to send us an email saying exactly what you're saying, that they haven't had any briefing from the police. They don't know what's going on in the investigation. And uh, we were able to help. We then arranged a consultation with him and the family. And uh, we decided because of uh, the state of that investigation, you know, that they uh, consulted with us five years after the incident. Mm. And at that stage, they, they, had, they were none the wiser. I mean, they, they never had received any feedback from the police. And as you know, the police from time to time would uh, inform the whole country that there would be imminent arrests and that they mm. top of the investigation, and, and nothing happened. So, yes, it was exactly as you said. They reached out to us, and uh, my office was suited to deal with this kind of thing. That's all we do in that prosecution. That's what we focus on, and we were able to assist them. Let's talk about the chaos and the confusion that happened yesterday in court, you know? Um, I, I, I'm very confused. I saw the suspects refusing to appear in court, saying they don't know what's going on. Can you explain what happened yesterday? I will explain to you, but let me just firstly say, you know, I've been a prosecutor for many years. I've seen much worse. Um, mm. What happened in court, as far as the kids concerned, I wasn't even surprised. So, But I understand that people that, that uh, are not exposed to, to this kind of case and, and this kind of accuse people that they, they would think that there's chaos, but it's not. Yeah. Um, we also have to take the following into account, and that is on the overt mission, the accused indicated to the magistrate that they're not bringing a bail application because they're serving sentences. So we're not talking about people that don't know the court. We're talking about people that have been through trials. I mean, otherwise, how would they be serving sentences? So, um, you know, Accused people do very strange things, mm. and uh, what they did there, I thought, wasn't extraordinary, wasn't chaos. Uh, they just uh, a, a way of being defiant, but um, certainly it has no impact on the case and will not have any impact on the case. You know, we've dealt with, I've dealt with cases where accused refuse to walk up the stairs to, to get into the, the accused box. They just refuse to attend court. So lots of things happened in the past, will happen again. Uh, I'm not concerned about the conduct of the accused. This is all very technical, but for any matter to proceed or to comment, you have to arrest somebody, either or get somebody before court. Um, If they serve a sentence, you arrest them on a new case. So it's very technical. It's just the Criminal Procedure Act. Before anything can happen in a court, somebody must be brought before court on that particular charge. So uh, I, I could do understand that everybody thought that the police would go out and arrest people and put them in cuffs and bring them to court. But no, it, it's very technical. Uh, also, nothing extraordinary. Yeah, the, let me just say, uh, let me just give some context. Uh, I received a briefing from the investigating team and from police management. Um, I haven't read 
the case docket. I haven't read the evidence, but I've received the briefing. Based on the briefing, I do think there's a fairly strong case against the accused. Uh, further based on the briefing, what I know is that the firearm that was ballistically uh, linked to the murder and it was linked to one of the accused in the matter. So if that is so, I mean, that's absolutely strong evidence. But, um, you know, that, that's not the only issue here. There's, there's a stronger issue, there's a more pressing issue, and that is if this was a hit or a assassination or contract killing, whatever you want to call it, the more pressing issue at the moment is to ensure that the mastermind is arrested and, and stand trial. Um, speaking of the mastermind, so there's a police document that's been leaked to the media. Um, and it shouldn't have been, but it has been. And in this document, it talks about the police getting uh, cell phone records uh, from Kelly Kumalo speaking um, to the person who allegedly has killed Senzo Meiwa. It also talks about trying to get hold of the person who gave her money to pay uh, the, the killer off. Can you confirm or, or, or any, you know, any of that? Um, what, I, what I can confirm is, you know, uh, being a prosecutor, having been in, in the system for so long, I really felt for the investigator and the prosecutor that that document became public. But there's two things there. Firstly, you know, any premature uh, disclosure of police investigation, police techniques, uh, will prejudice the case. So we have to be honest that uh, it, it wasn't good for, for any document as far as the investigation is concerned to be leaked. But on the other hand, Bungani, the, the fact is uh, the document is public, is now in the public domain. Everybody's mm. read the document. Yeah. Um, I don't think that I will certainly not get um, involved in, in speculation on the matter. What I will get involved in is to urge both the SAP and the NPA to speed up the process of dealing with the um, mastermind, whoever that is. Yeah. So if the document is leaked and it causes just the speeding, speeding up of the process, then, you know, there's some, some good came of it. So I'm, I'm certainly, uh, I will not speculate on who the mastermind is and, and what they're doing. Um, what I can say, however, is that I don't agree with the indictment as the NPA read it into the case docket. Because yeah. uh, the, in, the inference is possible that it was just a robbery gone wrong, and I don't believe that. So, uh, yes. So, so, as, so were you saying as Afri Forum, you don't believe that it was a robbery gone wrong? You guys believe that it's attempted murder. That's what you're saying? It's not only us. Um, uh, I, I received a briefing from the South African Police Service. Based on that briefing from the African Police, the South African Police Service, I formed this inference, and uh, I can yeah. tell you that they say my view. So uh, I do think that uh, the NPA and the South African police service must work on the mutual understanding and agreement as far as the case is concerned. Uh, but, again, uh, it's not extraordinary. Um, in, in lots of cases, there's always some kind of disagreement between a prosecutor and an investigator yeah. about how a matter should be approached. What ever concerns me is that we're at this stage where we drafted an indictment and there's no mutual understanding or agreement mm. between the two parties. Um, we must have that before we go to trial. Uh, otherwise, um, things uh, will not go well. So, um, But can I just say, and, and I'm sure I'm acting for the family, I'll say something about it no, now, yeah. but no irreparable harm has been done to the case. 
Okay. So we could fix anything that, that happened, uh, but even that which you referred to as chaotic, anything can be fixed. But, yes, uh, you know, just think of the family. It's having six years of lots of trauma, lots of uh, promises, lots of excuses, and then yesterday more uh, controversy. So my first protocol is to uh, explain to the family exactly my views and to also indicate that we will be supporting the family going forward. We will deal with all the concerns of the family. And, uh, you know, I said yesterday, this is bigger than all of us. Uh, we, we have to do what we can to get to mm-hmm. justice. Mm-hmm. Um, Advocate Harry, now thank you so much for chatting to us. I'm sure we'll chat to you um, in, in, in a couple of days' time. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you very much, Baba. That's the head of Afri Forum's Private Prosecution Unit, Advocate Harry Nell. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. with Bongani and Nala. Let's take off.